Today I'm talking about seven prophetic predictions for 2022, what's coming up according to Bible prophecy. I'm also talking about now NASA has hired religious experts to help the rest of us understand when the extraterrestrials show up. I want to talk about that. Plus, I'm answering your questions. Welcome to The Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. Well, welcome to today's program. I first of all want to say thank you for praying for me. I've had COVID. Uh, I'm just now getting over it, and I'm still very fatigued. Uh, still have some disorientation, things like that. Uh, but I'm out of the woods, and I don't think I would test positive today if I had to test positive. But I'm not in the office. I'm doing this from my home, so I don't, you know, uh, expose anybody else to it. But thank you guys for praying for me. I know thousands of people have been praying for me, and I really, really appreciate it. I didn't have any serious congestion in my chest. My oxygen level has been great. I've just had fatigue, disorientation, that type of thing, body aches. And so thank you. I'm, I'm not 100%, but I'm, I'm able to do this today. And I also want to say we have coming up um, our new book, Where Are the Missing People?, uh, and many of you have pre-ordered that on Amazon. Some of you have pre-ordered on where the missingpeoplebook.com. And you can go on missingpeoplebook.com, order one copy. You can order a hundred copies. We have discounts for multiple copies. A lot of people are buying multiple copies of the books, but that comes out on the 18th of this month. And so as of the 18th, and by the way, if you're a subscriber, 10times.com, you get a free digital copy. You don't have to do anything. We have your email address. We're going to send you a free digital copy of the book. We encourage you to buy copies that you can lay around, give away, uh, office, home, apartment, you know, wherever, your car, so that when the rapture happens, the number one question that people will be asking when the rapture happens is, where are the missing people? That's the number one question. And so this book is going to answer it in detail, tells you where, what's happened, how to get saved, all about, you know, salvation, you know, how to pursue God, how to get involved with other Christians. But it also tells people what's going to be happening with the Antichrist and the events that are happening in the earth. So it's a really good book for that purpose. So that's going to come up here very quickly on the 18th when the, the official release comes. In the meantime, you can pre-order it on missingpeoplebook.com or amazon.com. Let me go into the seven prophetic predictions for 2022. I'm going to give you three today. And then next week, I'm going to give you four. And I'm not a prophet. Okay, so when I make prophetic predictions, I'm not saying that I've been, you know, on the prayer mountain and I heard God. What I'm saying is I've been studying Bible prophecy for many, many years. And in studying Bible prophecy, there are things I believe that will continue to happen. There are things that the Bible says would have happened that happened. And the Bible says things will continue to happen, which which I believe is going to happen in this next year, maybe with some very significant events happening this year. But I want to talk about these. The first three are really more spiritual in nature. The next four are more specific, more geopolitical and specific in nature. But the number one prophetic prediction that I have for this next year is things will keep getting worse. And by that, I mean the birth pains will keep getting harder. But this doesn't take a rocket scientist. Now, I started preaching on the end times 
1982, 40 years ago. Now I want you to think back. Now some of you can't think back that far. You're not that old, but some of you older folks like me, you can remember back to 1982 and the world of 1982. And it was just a different world. I mean, you, you wish in many ways we could go back to such a simple, innocent world as compared to the world we're living in now. And I remember saying to people when I was preaching in 1982, it's going to get worse. I remember when I said that in 1982. And I thought to myself as a young preacher back then, how could it get worse? Okay, well, it's gotten much, 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 much worse. In the last four or five years, think of how bad things have gotten in just in the last four or five years. Birth pangs get worse. Jesus, uh, this is the Olivet Discourse, Matthew 24, says he said on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of the coming of your coming and of the end of the age? Okay, Jesus answered and said to them, see that no one misleads you. Many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. They will lead many astray. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed for this must take place. But the end is not yet for nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. And so birth before the birth comes the birth pains. And you say, what's going to be birth? Well, the kingdom of God, you know, the rapture, the tribulation, the second coming, there's a birthing about to take place. And right now we're seeing the birth pains, but birth pains don't get better until something is birthed. And there's two groups of people right now on the earth that I believe you should not listen to. The first are the doomsdayers. When I say things are going to get worse, the, the good news that I keep bringing you is Jesus said it will be like the days of Noah and Lot, buying, selling, marrying, giving in marriage, planting, building. It's only going to get so bad for us as believers here on the earth before Jesus comes. That's some really good news. There's not going to be a cataclysmic end. There's not going to be the tribulation. We're not going to go through the tribulation. When I say things are going to get worse, I'm just preparing you for the, the uh, one of the things that happens that's so dangerous are false expectations. The other group of people that I don't want you listening to are the humanists. The humanists are the people that says everything, we're going to solve all of our problems. We're, we're the, the problems that we have on the planet, they're just caused by all these knuckleheads and these Christians around here. We're, we're going to solve all of our problems and everything's going to be okay. And we're going into an enlightened age to where everything's going to be okay. No, we're not. Uh, the Bible tells us very clearly that we're going into the worst time in human history. In fact, many Christians are uh, very naive when it comes to the end times. Many Christians believe that we've already been through the end times, the preterist and the historist. They believe that it's already happened. Uh, some people who don't believe in the literal interpretation of scripture, they believe that, you know, it's just idealistic. We can just, you know, interpret scripture any way we want to. I'm saying to you, I believe in a literal interpretation of scripture and end time prophecy. And by that, we are in the birth pangs and they will get worse. Things will continue to happen this year that will be bad as it relates to the world. And let me let me say this. Jesus told us uh, to remember Lot's wife. And this is Luke 17. When Jesus was talking about uh, his arrival being like the days of Noah and Lot before the judgment, not after, but before, Jesus said three words that are very, very important. He said, remember Lot's wife. This is not our home. Lot's wife 
was cursed. She turned into a pillar of salt because as the angels were preparing to judge Sodom and Gomorrah, they were trying to get Lot's wife and daughters out of Sodom and Gomorrah and Lot's wife turned back with affection. In other words, she wasn't just looking back to look back. She was looking back because she didn't want to leave. That's where her home was. That's where her friends were, whatever. And I'm saying that to say this, this world is not her home. And we, if, if you're too much in love with the world, you grieve constantly over the fact that things aren't getting better and things are getting worse. I'm just saying, I hope you live a wonderful life here. I hope you have a wonderful home, a great car. I hope you have all the blessings of life. I can just tell you, when, when I look at my own life, I'm blessed. Karen and I are very blessed. We have a wonderful family. We have a wonderful home. I am ready for Jesus Christ to come. I'm not grieving over leaving every single thing I have in this world. The most important things I have are my family, and they're going with me. But I'm telling you, it will not get better in 2022. The world will continue to be corrupt. Wars, rumors of wars, pestilence, uh, earthquakes, famines, all those kinds of things. The problems of the world are getting worse with perplexity is what Jesus said. In other words, there are no answers. And so the world cannot answer its own problems. The Antichrist, when he comes, he's going to offer solutions that no one else has offered before. We're not going to see the Antichrist. We're going to go in the rapture before that happens. But my number one prediction to get us ready mentally for 2022 is we are in the end times. It's going to continue to get worse. It won't get cataclysmically worse. Jesus is coming like the days of Lot, like the days of Noah, but we're not going to put the genie back in the bottle. We're not going back to the good old days. The end is here and the birth pains will continue to get worse. That's my number one prediction. Number two prediction is the church will rise up and grow stronger. Now, this is something that is in the scriptures. Uh, the, the Bible talks about this uh, in the end times. And uh, Micah and Isaiah both talk about how the mountain of the Lord's house will be exalted in the last days. And I think that also has to do with the millennium. But I'll read you a scripture here in just a minute. The church does best in bad times. The worst thing that's ever happened to the church in church history has been popularity. Uh, during the first three centuries of the church, the church just was thriving and growing when Christians were being killed. Millions of Christians were being killed uh, by the Romans specifically. They were being killed. They were being martyred. They were being persecuted. The church was fantastic because the church was illegal. You had to pay a price to be a Christian. And that was a good thing until the fourth century when Constantine made Christianity legal. Uh, later, it became the official religion of the Roman Empire. And by the end of the fourth century, almost every Roman had become a Christian. Okay, It was the state religion. It's the worst thing that ever happened to the church when Christianity became popular, and then the church began to be corrupted until the 16th century when Martin Luther, with his 95 Theses, stood up and began to condemn the Catholic Church and the Protestant Reformation began. But even then, during the 20th century, 19th and 20th century in America, this is where we lost America related to Christianity. And I grew up, um, I was born in 1953, and I grew up in Christian America. You just assumed that all your neighbors were Christians, all your teachers were Christians, everybody's a Christian. A church on every street corner, you know, people went to church. Uh, the vast majority of people were in church every Sunday um, during a time of Christianity being popular. 
And when Christianity was popular and accepted, we went asleep in the light and we lost our nation. Uh, divorce, immorality, uh, godlessness, atheism on the rise. All of that happened during a time when Christianity was at its peak in America. And now Christianity is no longer popular, which I think is a great thing. Is I believe as Christians, the very best things that have ever happened in Christianity. And when you look worldwide, in China, in the Middle East, right now, uh, great revivals happening in Iran and in the Middle East, China, Places where Christianity is illegal and you have to pay a price to be a Christian is where the greatest things are happening in the church right now. And so I believe that America, the church is going to arise in the world. I'm not just talking about America, but I believe specifically related to the American church that COVID and uh, persecution and all the things that are happening is causing something good to happen. Now, there's first of all, a lot of judgment in the church today. The, there's been a lot of exposure of corruption and immorality in the church. You know, the Bible says that judgment begins with the house of God. That's a good thing. God's been cleaning up his house. But the other thing is the persecution, uh, the tyranny on the church where people have been arrested uh, for being Christians. I told you about my friend in California uh, who they told him in California last year, if you have a church service, we're going to put you in jail for a year. And anyone who comes to that church service, we're going to put them in jail or we're going to find them $10,000, including in your home. And so we have seen persecution and tyranny uh, like we've never seen before related to COVID and everything. And what, what it's causing is for many Christians and many pastors is causing there to be a revival of their faith and a strengthening of their faith. Now, I know that some people are falling away. And that's a part of the prophecy of the end times also, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. There's a falling away from the faith. But there's also a growing and a purifying of the church. Here's Ephesians 5. Listen to this scripture because this is an end time scripture. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. And so this is something that we're seeing today is that the church is being washed in the washing of water with the word that we might be presented to Jesus. It tells us here, not just that Jesus washes us in the word, but why? He washes us in the word that he can present us to himself. That's the rapture. When Jesus comes in the rapture, what? that's when the marriage supper of the lamb begins. And so there's a washing, there's a purifying that is happening in these days. We're not going to be perfect until Jesus comes. And I've heard some people say, well, Jesus can't come until he has a church that's spotless and without wrinkle. Jesus Christ's presence is the only thing that's going to make us that white and that, that perfect. But in the meantime, there's something happening in the world today, in America today, I believe that God is purifying his bride. Let me say one other thing related to the church. This is another end time scripture, Hebrews 10. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting the meeting together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. The day is capital D day. That's the second coming. That's the coming of Jesus. It says, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together, but get together and encourage each other to love and good works and even more as you see the end time approaching. And I'm saying COVID has done something that, that is very terrible. 
and that is he's caused the church to disperse um, out of fear. And many people, it's just complete fear. They don't want to get together. They don't want to risk getting together. And I understand people are high risk and they don't want to risk illness. But did you know that the only group of people in America that did not suffer mental decline during COVID were regular churchgoers? There's something that happens to you when you're in the presence of other believers. Jesus said, where two or more gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. And my encouragement is, it's time to go back to church. For people who've gotten out of church, you've gotten out of the habit of being in church, is that thank God that we can watch church online, but it is not the same. It's not the same as being physically present with other believers. And my encouragement is get together with other believers, even if it's just a small group. Don't get isolated. Don't get off by yourself. It's the worst thing that could possibly happen is God is doing something in his church. And in these last days, we need to be together with, with our fellow believers. Now, let me say one other thing, and this is my third prediction, and that is spiritual warfare will intensify. I believe in this next year, you're going to see an, an intensity in spiritual warfare. Let me read you 2 Thessalonians. And again, this is not based on a prophetic gift I have. It's based on prophecy. This is 2 Thessalonians. The mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan. And so one of the ways that we know that we're in the end times is the Antichrist spirit. You see it everywhere you go. is a spirit that is against Jesus, a spirit that is against the word of God, and increased deception. The, I, I noticed uh, in the news this morning, you know, they had this swimmer, they called a trans swimmer, a, a boy swimmer, who beat all the girls and just, you know, beat them bad. But broke broke the records, beat them bad. Now they had a swim meet and another trans swimmer from another school beat this trans swimmer and the parents are outraged. And the problem is uh, this J.K. Rowling, who is the author of the Harry Potter books, she's a very uh, outspoken uh, person against the transsexual stuff. And they have now taken her name off of a school in England because they don't like her beliefs, because she will not go along with the trans stuff. They are punishing her publicly, as are many other people. So we're living in a world now where people honestly believe that you can change your sex, that you can take a five-year-old or a 10-year-old and transition them from a boy to a girl. Actually, you're destroying their lives. But this is the deception that we're seeing, and we're seeing more and more people rejecting Jesus Christ, rejecting the word of God, this is how we know that we're living in the end times. And I'm saying to all of us, the essence of spiritual warfare is taking your thoughts captive. Second Corinthians 10 says we don't, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. The, the, our weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but they're divinely powerful. It says we're taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. The number one way that Satan attacks us, like he did Adam and Eve, is in our mind with thoughts. The number one way that we battle the devil is by taking our thoughts captive and making them comply with the word of God. This is a year 
This is a year where Satan is going to be attacking. The church is going to be growing and we have to learn to take our thoughts captive because we can beat the devil at every point. We don't have to worry about the devil. We're more powerful than the devil. Jesus has given us total authority over the devil, but we have to know that the warfare is going to be intensifying as the coming of Jesus is drawing near. The coming, this let me read it again, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. So the more the Antichrist is about to appear, the closer we get to the rapture and the beginning of the tribulation, the more we're going to see satanic activity increase. And we just need to be prepared. We have all the authority that we need. We just need to be prepared. So the purpose of this is just to help you get mentally prepared for 2022 and the things that are about to happen. And I'll pick up on this next week, talk about four more prophetic predictions for 2022. We're going to go now to the subscriber-only portion of the program. And I'm talking about the NASA and how they have hired religious experts uh, to come in. Uh, They just launched this new telescope that is like a hundred times more powerful than the Hubble telescope. They're evidently expecting to find extraterrestrial life or they have found extraterrestrial life. And they're getting all these religious people ready to prepare us for that. I'm going to be talking about that. Plus I'll be answering your questions. So if you're a subscriber to endtimes.com, stay tuned. If you're not a subscriber, $7 a month, $77 a year, we would love to have you be a subscriber. Go right now to endtimes.com. Become a subscriber. This is our uh, subscriber-only portion. Stay tuned.